take uh, the last session for today um, and I, I hope that God is stirring up something inside of you when it comes to the issue of needing a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit because all through the ages we see how God again and again has brought new outpourings that have brought with it new revelations um, all the time through ages we see God bringing new truths to the body of Christ because he wants us to grow the whole body of Christ to grow in maturity so my hope is that a desire will be ignited in you for more of God to really press into him for him to fill you again more than has been up till now, but that, that he will get more control in your life. So, let us continue. Uh, we ended in Galatia, uh, in, uh, with John prophesying about Jesus, uh, that Jesus was, would, be, uh, would, be, uh, would baptize in the Holy Spirit. And it's very interesting when we look at uh, the life of Jesus, Many people, they automatically assume that Jesus, he did the things he did because he was the son of God. So when Jesus healed the sick, of course he could heal the sick. He was the son of God. When Jesus cast out demons, they say, of course he could do that. He was the son of God. But I think it's when you start to read the Bible, you start to see that this is not exactly the case. And I will try to show you here that in the life and the ministry of Jesus, the thing that empowered Jesus to do what he did was the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It was, it was the Spirit that was the power behind the things that Jesus did. And there lies some powerful truths for us in knowing that. You know, Jesus, he started his public ministry, I think they say when he was around 30 years. But you know, when you look at, uh, until those years, I'm sure Jesus had seen a lot of sick people, yet we don't read about any people getting healed before Jesus started his public ministry. Uh, I'm sure Jesus had seen a lot of demon-oppressed people but still, we don't read about any demons being cast out until a very uh, important moment in Jesus' life uh, when he comes to John and he's being baptized in water and we read about the Holy Spirit descending upon him, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The question is, was Jesus the Son of God before he was 30 years old, before he got baptized by John? And of course, I think all of us would agree, yes, of course, he was the Son of God, how to say, already in the, his mother's womb. Did Jesus love sick people 
before he was 30 years old, before he was baptized by John, I think all of us would agree, yes, of course, he loved people. Yet, it was not until he got baptized by John and we read how the Holy Spirit came upon him and he started his public ministry, suddenly there was a change when it comes to how Jesus dealt with sick people. In Luke 4, 14, this is after Jesus had been baptized by John uh, and he had gone through the wilderness to be tested. And then it says in Luke 14, then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. What did Jesus return in? In the power of the Holy Spirit. Then we read a little bit on, so we come to verse 18. Then Jesus uh, is standing up in the synagogue, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim the, um, that the captives will be released, that the blind will see, that oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. What had anointed Jesus? The fact that he was the Son of God? No. What anointed Jesus? He had been anointed with the Spirit of the Lord. And this is very relevant for us to understand that when Jesus, what Jesus did, he didn't do in the power of being the Son of God, but he did in the power of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Actually, Jesus made it very clear that he could do nothing in himself. He says this several places in the gospel, one being John 5.13. It says in the New Living Translation, John 5.30, I mean, John 5.30. I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me, therefore my just judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. I can do nothing on my own. Jesus, he was not there to uh, promote his own agenda. No, he was there to do the will of the Father. He didn't do anything in the power of being the Son of God, he relied upon the Holy Spirit. Other places, it says that the power to heal was with him, or that a certain power of healing was with him. So we see, when Jesus was walking this earth, he did not minister in the how to say, in the power of being the Son of God, but he came as an example to us to show us what a spirit-filled life can look like. He is our master. He is our example. When we are his disciples, we are in the process of becoming like him. John 8, 28, uh, it says, Then Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as the Father taught me, I, uh, I speak these things. And I do nothing of myself. 
Jesus did not minister in the power of being the Son of God, but he ministered in the power of the Holy Spirit. Philippians 2, 6 to 8, is also one of these very well-known verses that actually tells us that when Jesus came to earth, he stripped himself of his heavenly glory. Philippians 2, 6 to 7 says that, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider it equality, uh, equality with God, something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Uh, this is from the NIV version. It says that he did not consider equality with God to be used for his own advantage. It says that he stripped himself of his heavenly glory and in all things became like us. That's why Jesus came as a man. It was because in order for him to be able to die for our sins, in order for him to, to do what he did, he needed to be fully man. That doesn't mean that he wasn't fully God. And some have kind of said that when people teach that Jesus, uh, what Jesus did, he did in the power of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they say that he was not God, he was just man. No, Jesus was fully God and fully man. But it's important for us to understand that when he was healing the sick, when he was casting out demons, he did not do those things in the power of being God. If he did, it would not really be fair because in John 14, 12, Jesus is saying, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing. What was the works he had been doing? He had been healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead. And he says that whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And you know, we have been, many theologians has been wondering like, what in the world can be greater works? And I have heard many different explanations on what greater works means. But the point I want to make here is that it would not be fair for Jesus to say that those who believe in me will do the same works even greater if he did them in the power of being God because I'm not God. And if Jesus said that I will do the same works as he did, and he did those works in the power of being God, it wouldn't be fair because I would never be able to do that. But the reason why Jesus said that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do, is because Jesus understood that the power behind the sick being healed, the demons being cast out, the power behind the, the, his life and ministry was the power of the Holy Spirit. And he knew, he knew that when he had died and gone to the Father, then we would receive the same Spirit. And I want to tell you a secret. Or maybe it's not a secret. Maybe it's very obvious. But you know, 
the Holy Spirit doesn't have twins. There is not a, a big Holy Spirit and a little Holy Spirit. There is just the Holy Spirit. That means that when I receive the Holy Spirit, I don't get just a little Holy Spirit, and then Jesus had a big Holy Spirit. No, when I receive the Holy Spirit, I receive the same power that Jesus received. When he, how to say God, uh, the Holy Spirit came upon him. The Holy Spirit that is operating through my life is not a different Holy Spirit than the Holy Spirit who was operating through the life of Jesus. And that's why Jesus said that whoever believes in me, they can do the same works because they will be operating under the same power that I am operating under. And he gives us a little hint here. There is a short phrase here that people often miss in this verse. In John 14, 12, he says that very truly, whoever believes in me will do the works that I've been doing, and they will do greater things than these. And then he adds, because I'm going to the Father. So Jesus is saying here, the reason why those who believe in me will do the same works, yes, even greater, is because I'm going to the Father. Now, wait a minute. Why would the fact that Jesus going to the Father enable me to do the same things that he did? Let us continue a little bit here. In John 16, 7, and we read that in the beginning when we started this series, Jesus is saying, but in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the Advocate or the Holy Spirit won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. So what was it Jesus said couldn't happen before he had gone away? The sending of the Holy Spirit. What was it that Jesus in John 14 said couldn't, uh, was the reason why we would do the same works? It was because he was going to the Father. Do you, do you catch the connection here? The reason Jesus is saying that we can do the same works is because when he went to the Father, he would send us the same power that he was operating in. John 7, 37 to 39. Let's read that. Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare... Rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said livers, uh, rivers, uh, living water, when he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit who would be given to everyone who believe in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. The Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not entered into his glory. Do you see? There was something that needed to happen before the Holy Spirit could come. It was that Jesus needed to go to the Father. When Jesus went to the Father, then it says that he would send the Holy Spirit. And when we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive the same power that enabled 
Jesus to do what he did. That's amazing. Do, do you catch that? We have the same healing power as Jesus had. I want you to try and let that sink in. There is not the Holy Spirit A and a Holy Spirit B, a big Holy Spirit, a medium Holy Spirit, and a little Holy Spirit. There is just the Holy Spirit. And the same Holy Spirit that enabled Jesus to do miracles has now come upon us when we get filled, when we get baptized with the Holy Spirit, so that it's the exact same power that enables us to minister to the sick. What is the difference, you might ask? Well, I believe one difference is that Jesus, he knew what he had. And very often we don't know what we have. So we think we are weak. We think we, uh, we, we are not able to, to, to minister to the sick. If we would get our eyes open to what God by his spirit has given us, I believe we would see a lot more healings, a lot more miracles, because it is not a power uh, sufficiency that we have. We, we don't lack power. We have all the power we need. What we need is for our spiritual eyes to open to where we get a revelation of what God has given us. And when we have a revelation about the things that God has given us, then that power will be released in our lives. I think that is awesome. The same power that enabled Jesus to do the things he, had, he did, the same power has been given to you when you receive the Holy Spirit, which means that you can now do the same works that Jesus did. Not because you are so amazing, but because he is so amazing. It's not about your power to heal the sick. It's about the Holy, power, Holy Spirit's power to heal the sick. It's not about your power to cast out demons, but it's about the power that he has given you to cast out demons. I hope that your eyes are starting to open for this amazing gift we have been given when we got filled with the Holy Spirit, when we got the Holy Spirit. And I do, I do believe that all people who are saved have the Holy Spirit. At the same time, we'll look later, there is also a need for the baptism and the Holy Spirit. But I hope and I pray that you will start to see these things that God has given you and that it will release boldness in your life when it comes to minister to those who need healing, those who need deliverance, because it's not about your power, but it's about the Holy Spirit power, the spirit that he has given you, the spirit that enables you to do what Jesus did. Amen. I think we will need to take a break, but please, uh, for those of you who are watching this on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, I hope you will take time to share this teaching with people, share the videos. Uh, you can go to my webpage, you can download uh, the study notes, and I pray 
that you will start to press into God for a new outpouring of His Spirit in your life. Amen. Mm -hmm.